0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: No purchase necessary.
2: VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network. It is Scouts Eye on Pro Football, and we put uh, Week 10 to bed in the NFL, headed towards Week 11, and uh, what a season it has been. Um, At this point, we're um, kind of at at that stage where we're starting to separate who's completely out of it and who's making a run. A team like um, Green Bay that essentially is out of the playoff race with a loss this past week. They win this past week against Dallas and kind of stay in the race. So got a lot going on, Uh, as we like to do in these uh, matchups. We'll give you some thoughts in some thumbnails of what we saw in each of these games, kind of some of the spotlight performances. Uh, but, we'd like to invite you, as always, to go to LandryFootball.com to get more detailed film and breakdown and analysis of the college game, uh, of the NFL game, of all of these games. We've got them broken down for you in great detail. What happened, why it happened, give you much more detail than we can give you here. But uh, Tampa, I want to start there with their win over Seattle. Uh Geno Smith had another impressive game that stood out to me. He had some big time throws, so he didn't fail away in this game. Um, you know, it's really good performance. I do thought that the Bucks, uh, Devin White racked up just big time uh stops in this game. Uh three against the run, three against the pass. So you you'll wonder if the Bucks are starting to find themselves a little bit. We'll see going forward, of course. The big advantage is win the division and play your best football in the playoffs. That's the hope for the Bucs at this point. For Seattle, all's not lost, but certainly you'll wonder if that game is the sign of maybe some bad things to come. I don't want to go there yet. I want to give them more credit than that. But as somebody that did not see this run coming from Seattle, you'll wonder if things are starting to maybe begin a bit of a slide we'll see um tampa's an improved uh, tampa's playing better tampa is very capable we'll see what seattle has to to uh, to give the rest of uh, the season detroit getting a win over chicago justin fields continues to make big time plays particularly with his feet Um, you know uh, he did have a pick six but he made up for it with a rushing touchdown can't have those type of mistakes but still You can see not an elite passing team. This is becoming more and more, as I look at Chicago, a bit of a um, Cam Newton type of offense that they're going to have to run. Going to be limited in the passing game, but are going to make some big plays because of the run threat of the quarterback, and how can they work around that? I thought that the the Lions – Made some big plays situationally on defense, scored enough points here, but it was Jeff Okuda that really did uh, a number getting the pick six. And he didn't allow a catch on two targets in coverage. So I thought he was the difference, particularly in a game where you had to come up with a stop. And he came up with just a little bit more uh, than the Bears were able to do. Miami outscoring the Browns. It was 39 17 to once again. Uh, almost flawless for Miami and uh, the team still undefeated in games. He has both started and finished. He was 25 for 32, 285 yards, three scores. Um, Melvin Ingram was incredibly consistent uh, as a pass rusher for the Dolphins. Um, uh, You know, um, even, you know, as, as they try to upgrade that pass rush, Ingram had a pair of sacks and, and a really good pass rush, um, uh, weight uh, rate that that uh, we're starting to see maybe this defense become alive a little bit and more of a of a threat. That um, the Dolphins, you wonder a little bit if they're a team that is so explosive offensively, but can they get that defense to the point where they can do more than just rush the passer? Can they defend the run against good run teams? How are they going to react if they have to go on a road in cold weather? Those are some things that I'm looking ahead because, and that's a positive thing. It's a question, but it's not saying I don't know that they can do it. I think it's a fair question. But now they look like a team that can absolutely compete, maybe even win the division with Buffalo's situation now with Josh Allen. So uh, let, uh, let's let follow that as we go forward. Tennessee getting a win over Denver. It wasn't overly, overly impressive, starting on tape. but. They had gotten 658 receiving yards from all their wide receivers combined over the first nine weeks of the season. That's the fewest in the NFL by nearly 200 yards. Nick Westbrook um, um, attacked 119 yards and two touchdowns on the unit totals against the Broncos. All five of his receptions resulted in a first down or a touchdown. He became the third Titans receiver to record multiple contested catches. Very impressive. That stood out to me. Uh, it was a much-needed performance um, given that Denver was able to hold Derrick Henry to less than his normal productivity, less than three yards per carry. It was the Titans' defense that got home with their pass rush pressure. Despite missing Jeffrey Simmons and Bud Dupree, Russell Wilson was sacked six times. That was the difference. And each of Maria Edwards, uh, Donate Autry, uh, Autry, and Rashad Weaver and Demarcus Walker's record uh, at least five pressures. Um, it was really impressive performance by a unit that was shorthanded, and this Denver offense still has not done anything to this point in the season. Minnesota in the wildest, wackiest game of the year, and I think maybe the most enjoyable so far, beating Buffalo 33-30. It was the Justin Jefferson show. Uh, great catch after great catch. Look, this is one of those things when people talk about Kirk Cousins and, you know, can he make enough plays? Look, get the ball to the playmakers, particularly Justin Jefferson. Let him catch 50-50 balls. And you're going to overplay Justin Jefferson. Work the ball to um, Adam Thielen. Work the ball to to Hawkinson. Run the football. That's how you have to play offensively. Like to see more consistency out of this Vikings team. Like to see them get better starts like to see them not have to continue to come back because that's going to get them, uh, play more consistent for four quarters defensively. They've got some edge rushers that can beat you. Patrick Peterson is still making plays. He ended the game with an interception of Josh Allen, uh, on that side of the ball, Buffalo and Josh Allen's got to protect the ball better. They're asking so much of Josh Allen that I think it's almost too much. When you ask too much, and what I mean by that is if a quarterback feels like he's got to pull a rabbit out of a hat, that's where the mistakes happen. You need to have a quarterback make plays when he has to, but also feels like when a play's not there to not force it, to allow to have enough around you defensively and offensively to allow you to play a smart game. And I think at times, Josh Allen feels like he's forced into maybe making plays that are not as smart. And I thought it absolutely um, uh, cost them. Uh, Peterson had as many interceptions as first downs allowed in coverage. He was outstanding the entire game and the biggest uh, biggest culprit for this Bill's offense. The Giants just win again. They beat the Texans 24-16. Uh, Daniel Jones is Look, managing things very, very well. He's executing his role. He was 13 for 17. Don't be a hero. 200 yards, two scores, outstanding, um, you know, accuracy percentage. The Giants interior defensive line had about as good of a game as you're going to see. Leonard Williams was outstanding uh, against the run. Dexter Lawrence racks up, racked up a lot of pressures, two sacks. They set the tone all day. The Giants kept the Texans out of the end zone for the first 36 minutes of the game. Um, just a workmanlike performance. We've seen this all year long for this Giants team. The Chiefs got the Jags 27-17. Kadarius Toney had a Kadarius Toney sighting. It just um, He got um, the most play that he's seen in a Kansas City Chief jersey. He hauled in four catches on five targets for 55 yards, I think 57 exactly in a score. He had three broken tackles after the catch. And look, he is a dynamic playmaker. And with Juju Smith-Schuster, maybe sidelined for a while, he's gonna get more features. It's another weapon that they're gonna utilize and have him work a certain role. Look out, if he can stay healthy, which has been his problem down the stretch, this is team is gonna be awfully, awfully tough to defend. Andre Cisco was everywhere for the Jags in the loss he had. Um, um.
2: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
2: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law.
1: See terms and conditions 18 plus. He had a big time hit, a couple of them actually, to break up passes, including one that knocked Juju Schmister out of the game. It was his interception midway through the fourth quarter that brought the Jags back. Uh, it was, uh, he really, really did a good job in coverage. So um, Andre's uh, played very well. The former Syracuse product um, is a bright spot. Chiefs continue to move on, continue to take care of business as uh, they get the win uh, as expected over Jacksonville. Pittsburgh beating the Saints. Um, It's been a rough stretch for Najee Harris to get things going for the Steelers. He hadn't had a 100 yard game all year long and he didn't reach that benchmark against the Saints. He really did a good job. He had 99 on 20 carries. So he got what he has been missing. Two explosive runs of 10 yards or more with a five-plus-yard average per carry. Saints linebacker uh, Kadeen Ellis was the highest-graded defender. Um, uh, it, it's it's a defense that's underachieved. It's a defense that's struggling because I think the, the defense is feeling like they're having to do too much. I don't think that they're uh, playing well, but I also think that the offense has really let them down. 10 points in an NFL game is not going to win you and give you much of a chance. Holding the Steelers to 20 was not what against the Steeler offense was not a great performance, but again, you got to be able to score more points than that. The saints are just in a uh, bad way. One of the worst looking teams and to add insult to injury, their first round pick is headed to Philadelphia. So that is uh, the rich get richer there, even though the Eagles drop one on Monday night, Uh, the Raiders. Another team in an absolute mess, and actually a team that lost to those aforementioned Saints. They get a win, uh, they get beaten by Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor got back on track, ran the football for 150 yards, two went for 10 yards or more. He had five first downs, he had a 68 yard touchdown scamper. Um, Kenny Moore tallied two stops, including a tackle for loss against the run. He was really good in coverage as well. It didn't surrender a single reception. Look, this is to me about some of the problems that the Raiders are having. I'm happy for the Colts. I think it made all the sense in the world to go back to Matt Ryan. The Matt Ryan benching was an ownership call for for just to, for your information. Uh, it's interesting, you know, new interim coach comes in. I don't know, again, this good job by the staff. We know that Jeff Saturday is not really doing any coaching. Change Senior, We're going to see where this Colts team will be the rest of the year. Uh, I, I do think this game told me more about the Raiders than the Colts. But really good job by Jonathan Taylor. Look, if he can run the football and you can keep Matt Ryan upright, you got a much better chance to be successful. That's, that's really clear. Uh, Green Bay, as we mentioned, got by Dallas 31-28. Aaron Jones was outstanding. Um, four 10-plus yards um, runs during the evening. Um, six yards per rush. He had four first downs uh, and a score in 21 carries. It was a breakout game for Rudy Ford at two interceptions, reds to a season high uh, coverage grade, very, very good performance. Dallas, um, you know, some key mistakes and uh, a a couple of bad decisions at the quarterback spot. Um, You know, look, Dak, I think is going to be fine. I think for Dallas to be successful, though, um they've got to be in position to be able to run the football and i think Dak is capable of making some plays in the passing game but there's going to be mistakes made look you've got to play to your strength which is your defense so it's got to be overly relying on the run game and I, I just think that there's there's a cause for concern if they get into shootouts i don't think they match up well against the elite teams in the nfc um and i think this was a tough loss for them certainly it helps them that philadelphia lost um but they've got the three losses now they're looking up at the giants uh, and again it's about giants efficiency not giants might there uh the eagles are definitely still the team to beat in that division and i don't know that dallas is going to to be a deep as big of a threat as people might think although I still would put them amongst the teams that are very capable in a one game situation. The Cardinals beat the Rams 27, 17 and it's just what a mess for the Rams right now. Colton McCoy was, was fine uh, in relief of Kyler Murray. Who's had got the hamstring injury. Um, He had two big time throws had no turnover worthy uh, uh, plays there in the game. Uh, Antonio Hamilton, corner for Cardinals had a really great game against the Ram. He forced two incompletions. He allowed only 22 yards on nine targets. He also impressed as a run defender, really, really good uh, on that side of the ball there. The Niners beating the Chargers 22-16. Um, Justin Herbert racked up big time throws in the first half. The poor pass protection, thin receiving unit, too much. So this is the problem again where much like Josh Allen Herbert's asked to make big play after big play, they've got to play better and and I don't like the way this team certainly it's just they've been unlucky in terms of being able to stay healthy and their pass protection with those injuries are a big time problem putting too much pressure on him uh to play hero ball. The charges were shut out in the second half. They were limited to a mere two-point yards per play in the second half. Herbert spent a third of his dropbacks under pressure and when he had a clean pocket, they, there weren't a lot of opportunities for him to attack, quite frankly. Meanwhile, San Francisco, they did what they do, winning formula, run the football effectively for key stages of the game, control the line of, of, of a scrimmage, control the time of possession, avoid bad decisions from the quarterback. Um, and he didn't have a, 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 a single turnover-worthy play in that game, and he had big-time throws. On one um, one big time throw on a on a uh, on one of his five pressure dropbacks, the entire Niners defense showed up in a big time way against the Chargers. The group has established itself as a fast, physical unit. They flew to the ball all night. The defense missed just one tackle. They allowed just zero uh, point one yards per contact uh, per attempt on runs and recorded nine defensive stops on the twenty two passes. Herbert threw less than ten. Yards downfield, so it was a really impressive performance. And then on Monday night, as I'm not quite through breaking down that tape yet, but the thing that jumped out at me is is how well Washington was able to run the football uh, on.
0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So the Eagles. Um, no, certainly dealing with some injuries there are the Eagles defensive front. They've got to take a hard look at it. Look, not a time to overreact. But we're still talking about the team to beat in the East, the team to beat in the NFC. Um but, but one thing about the Eagles that must be pointed out, their efficiency in winning is is can't be disputed. Their depth, very good. Um, but they are very one-dimensional. They are a run team. It's a college offense with an RPO-based run scheme. The game has to go a certain way for them to, to ride all the way to the end, meaning they've got to exercise game control they're not in a position to play well from behind where they've got to be pass first without running their offense through the run game. Their pass game has to be out of the RPO look, has to be based upon you having to overplay the run. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I do think that in a different style of offense, so is the Niners. I think that's big. Um, in a another different type of offense, so is the cowboys so it's kind of interesting is that we don't have a team stylistically uh, in the nfc that is like the bills or the chiefs or the bengals even when they're healthy um, don't really have that uh, the vikings are a team that has got really good playmaking receivers the quarterback not nearly as gifted Athletically, but efficient for the most part. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. When you're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins, uh, Dak Prescott, who is going to be the key guy to step up in the NFC? Because I think one of those quarterbacks is going to get a lot of play with regard to, you know, taking that next step. Because I think all those teams are good to a certain degree. But none of those quarterbacks scare you. One of those quarterbacks is going to kind of take that next level where you put them into that category based upon their NFC run. Who is that going to be? Look, let's not count out the Bucks. I think the Bucs, if they're healthy on defense, they win the division. We know that with good protection, Tom Brady is that guy that would scare you. But if you think about it, no one, not even Seattle as well as, um, and I'm telling you, Geno Smith is like, you know, uh, all pro NFC quarterback caliber grades to this point, but still do you buy and are you scared of them? I mean, I, you know, the Packers don't like their consistency and don't know that they're on a run. That's going to scare you either, but how much better can they get? Have we seen the beginning of the emergence of, of Watson giving them a real weapon is their running game going to be more of a factor is their defense which is under a this year step up or have they played their way out of it think about it it's just not the elite quarterback in the nfc You've, those guys are in the afc the patrick mahomes a healthy josh allen heck even last year a joe burrow and what he can do Tua, i mean um lamar and and what he does in his style completely different but certainly the case so It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Hey, a reminder, you can get more detailed film room breakdowns on all the NFL games over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check that out today. Take advantage of the football season sale. Yeah, still plenty of time left. A lot of football left in this NFL season. Also, subscribe, like, and share. um, The...
2: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Revoid. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Uh, Landry football podcast network where you can get all of our football shows. Uh, we've got week 11 that we're working on, and we're going to break down for you over on landryfootball.com. So make sure that you check it out. Some huge matchups. Dallas at Minnesota, Kansas city and the chargers. Um, Buffalo hosting Cleveland, uh, the Jets at New England, the Giants hosting Detroit. They got a lot of good matchups uh, that as we head through uh, week 11 in the NFL, we're getting to the stretch run now. Um, so we're going to have it all covered for you. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, Till next time, keep it on LandryFootball.com and on the Landry Football Podcast Network. So long, everybody.
2: Okay, round two. Name something that's not